Hello, welcome back to the I Level podcast. Welcome, guys. This is Sarah and Amaria, <laughs> and this is our second episode. Woo! So fun! We're literally so pumped about this, and we're just like so overwhelmed by like the response that we've gotten from this this little endeavor. So we're just so thankful that you guys are listening and that you guys um, want to hear what we have to say. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, we were looking back at the stats and we saw that there's some people from Egypt. Yeah, and Mexico and uh, Switzerland. Yes, and we got some 40 and over crowd too. Yeah. Right? So fun. <laughs> so just, yeah, if you can, I'm going to put a poll up, I think. And um, if you want to just share like where you're from, um, that'd be so cool. Or uh, if you want to go on our sp- our Instagram as well, comment and and share where you're listening from. So, uh, Amaria, can you? Is it my time to shine? Can, can you tell us a joke? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like all of mine are like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? <laughs> is it hot in here or is it just the Holy Spirit burning inside of me? Oh my gosh. I had I have a really good joke, but it's no. it's scandalous, no. apparently. Oh, it's for sure scandalous. It's too scandalous. So we'll keep it, we'll keep it PG. I would say that's PG. That's definitely, in my mind, it's R. <laughs> I think it's PG-13, but yeah. okay, we'll, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we don't have any jokes for you, apparently. Um, no we're, jokes. We're still pressing in for the situation in Israel and praying for both the Isra- Israelis and yes. Palestinians who are affected. Yes. Um, yeah, just pressing in, asking God for mercy. And I think the biggest thing for me is just like, um, yeah, asking for mercy, but also just like reorienting my uh, perspective again to the return of Jesus, like yes. the ultimate hope of yes. his coming and his um, bringing all governments under his his leadership and authority. Yes. So, yeah. And we had a such a sweet set yesterday um Mm. i'm on a team in the prayer room and we were um singing from isaiah 40 and just the hope of like just hold on he's coming you know um that was what yeah i was feeling you know yeah that's so good that that isaiah 40 and um what did you say oh strengthen yourself and your god yes that chorus was so good and I was just receiving that for myself too. Like, it's so easy to get discouraged and like confused yeah. in, in moments like this. Like, is God really good? Like, how is this happening? Um, and those are all valid questions, I think. But at the same time, we have this opportunity to like believe without seeing. Yes. You know, really engage our faith and strengthen ourselves in our God. Like, lift up the hands that hang down yes. strengthen the feeble knees say no i am i'm committed to you god and i'm really i'm i i believe you yes and even where things are headed we know that like this is going to be the center of conversation like this yeah. is just the beginning you know it might feel like this is all we're talking about or yeah. looking at but it's like no this is just the beginning like 
Israel is going to be in everyone's mouth, like yeah. the center of conversation, you know, the gravitational pull. It's like we're all being pulled towards Jerusalem, yeah. whether we know it or not. Yeah. Um, and so even just seeing like these passages that we've read for years coming to life, it's like we're yeah. walking in these um, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is real. Yeah. You know, there really is an appointed day. There's an appointed end to suffering, and it's like, it's happening. Uh Yeah. So. Yeah. God, we just lift up the church in Israel before you right now. We lift up um, Jews and Palestinians, Israelis, Palestinians on both sides. Uh, We lift them up before you right now, and we ask that you would meet them, that they would encounter the man Christ Jesus, that they would see him and know that God is for them. Yes. That your heart is aching for them and that you are the only solution. Yes. We ask for peace in the land today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So today we want to talk about something really cool, like a very, uh, very helpful tool that we have both learned here at the House of Prayer, um, and that is prophetic meditation. Yes. Want to talk about it a little bit and introduce it? Um, Yes. So it's basically, um, I feel like in my mind, I don't know if this is okay to say, but I feel like Kirk Bennett is like mm-hmm. the father of the prophetic. And I know that that's such an intense thing. Especially but here. Especially yes, here. There's so many yeah, prophetic voices. But totally. just in my mind, um, the way that Kirk really values the prophetic mm-hmm. um, and has trained up many in that. Um, and just that simplicity of meditation And I think that sometimes there can be these grandiose concepts of prayer and meditation and like, okay, how do I do that? And even when you start out in prayer and meditation, um, it's almost like, what do I do? There's almost like this eerie silence. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so basically, um, Kirk has this model of meditation that Mm -hmm. is um, sing it. Say it, pray it, no, write, write it, it, sing it, write it, read it, say it, sing it, pray it. Yes. And it's the recipe. Yes. The recipe. <laughs> if you, if you write it out, it looks like the recipe. Yeah. And so, um. <laughs> read it, write it, sing it, say it. Oh, it. I didn't know that. That it's an acro- another acronym. The recipe. <laughs> that one always cracks me up. That little. The that recipe is perfect. Blurb. Um, but basically, <laughs> um, Kirk has these, these meditation groups, and we do it in our set. Mm-hmm. We have sets um, designated for that. But also, he has little meditation groups. And I'm part of one on Tuesday, um, the 12th. Yeah. And um, we do it like a few of us. And we basically write out the verse and then just choose a phrase to chew on. And I feel like um, even in our thought lives, it's like we can't just um, take out 
almost those chaotic poles, currents of thoughts. It's like we have to replace them with something. Totally. It's like we can't just have like empty thoughts all the time. And that's not the point. Um, I think about even this verse that we did um, last time, last month. Mm-hmm. And it was Philippians 4. Oh, that was so good. So good. And it just changes your outlook on life, um, meditating on the mm-hmm. the loveliness of yes. Jesus, the beauty the of good rapport. It's like you have to replace it with something um, or else yeah. it's just empty space. You know, yeah. you just get pulled back into those. It feels like these currents of thought. And it's like you have to push up against that current, but it's like you need something to replace it with totally and this is like i think this hark this model totally harkens back to some of the mystics like the catholic mystics from uh i don't know like francis de sales and merton and um guion some of those names might be familiar to some of you it's okay if it's not but um i think just like it's just deep prayer. It's it, yeah. at the end of the day, what what we're talking about here is a method of deep prayer. And it's so practical. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we assume that we need to like know how to pray or like prayer is just like saying words to God. And that is what it is. But but sometimes if you want to access like an, a, another almost dimension mm. of prayer, you need help. And so all this is, is, is help to access like deeper levels of prayer. And that sounds like kind of mystical to say, I don't think it is at all. It's just like, let me go before the father. Let me bring these words with me and, um, kind of start to set aside some distractions and replace those thoughts. Like you said, like a big part of the model is tasks. So in, in the, in the side of the page that you're meditating on, um, you'll write like, oh, I need to walk the dog. I need to take out the garbage. Um, This feeling just popped up in my head or like a conversation I need to have or whatever. You just write it on the side and then just let it go. Like, okay, I'm gonna recenter. And I really loved, something misty posted yesterday yes i was thinking about that that was so good like if you want to enter into deep prayer you just set your distractions aside and even if that is your whole prayer time like setting the distractions aside and recentering yourself in the in the father's presence that was a successful prayer time yes um i love that yes and i even think of like the simple phrase that has stuck with me is like the look again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not just mm-hmm. once, but the reorienting over and over throughout the day. Yeah. Of look again. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's so simple. Like it's read it, write it, say it, sing it, pray it. So what you do is you take one passage. So what we're meditating on right now is uh, Isaiah 11. Yeah. First three and four. Uh, so in the first part, you just take verse three, you look at it, um, you'd read it, you like say it out loud, just so you can hear yourself. Because we do this method in the prayer room a lot. So you don't want to say it too loud in that context. 
um because it's kind of distracting <laughs> um and you'll get some dirty looks probably <laughs> or people move away from you no we're so passive aggressive passive aggressive oh yeah no if somebody if you sit down next to me i'm gonna be so nice about it i'm outing myself here for sure i'm gonna be so annoyed like oh don't sit next to me in the prayer room unless unless there's like an understanding anyway i digress so what you do is you just open that passage up, you look at it, you read it, and then you pick one little part to meditate on. Um, so like, let me grab my Bible. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> this is going to sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind the silence. Okay. That's the whole point of this, right? We're just having a Facing. conversation. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So Isaiah 11 verse three and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. And then verse four, but with righteousness, righteousness, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips, he shall kill the wicked. So verse three, like, you could just take this first part. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. That's kind of long for this method, but we'll take that part. Like his delight is in the fear of the Lord. It will be in the fear of the Lord. And you just kind of mull on that. You you write it out on your notebook and then you start to ask questions. Like what what does delight look yeah. look like for you, God? Why Why is it will be? Yeah. Like, why is your delight in the fear of the Lord right now? Or is there even another level of delight that you will have in the fear of the Lord? Yes. In this prophecy, you know? So it's just little questions like that. And it can be as simple as, you know, what is delight to you? Yeah. What is the fear of the Lord? What day is this referring to? Like, this is obviously taking place in the yes. future. What day is it? Yeah. And I think that, you know, why this is so important. Number one, even just in the time that we're in and kind of like the frenzy um, for information, you know, of like, we can all feel it like something yes. is shifting. And there's almost like this mad dash of like, oh, I need to know, you know, I need to get oil. I need to whatever. Yes. Um, and just this slowing down in it, not being about what you know. Um, and also, you know, it's like these passages that we're over familiar in. Totally. And we have so many assumptions about God um, and we assume we know him. Totally. instead of asking questions and that is basically the ceiling yeah. you know he's like that which you think that you know is where you'll stay yeah but it's like the people who are willing to humble themselves and ask questions it's like there is no limit to where god can take us yeah and in a passage too it like opens up and um yeah yeah i feel like i'm going backward a little bit um but i keep thinking about this verse in, o in hosea like take yes. words with you yes. and return to the Lord. Say yes. to him, take away all all iniquity, receive us graciously, for we will offer offer the sacrifices of our lips. Um, so it's like, what words should we take with us when yeah. we return to the Lord? Yes. Well, why not his words? Yes. Why not ask him what he means? Why not like 
start a conversation. Um, and then I kind of want to talk about the singing part too. Yeah. Cause you can, you can take, I think the saying part is really important. Um, just like mulling, mulling it over, like his delight is in the fear of the Lord and just kind of say the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord and let it roll over your tongue. Yeah. And then it starts to get in your head. Yeah. It starts to get in your thoughts. Like you, you'll start to notice you start thinking about the delight of Jesus. You start to think about the fear of the Lord. You think about how his delight will be in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And then all these questions like naturally start to arise. But I want to talk about the singing part too. Yeah. Because that's something that you enter into a lot. Yeah. Um, especially with our sets. Uh, it's one of my favorite sets of the week, like in the whole GPR. Yeah. Friday, 2 p.m. Yes. And the um the set with Chris's team. Oh, the Monday the Monday twelve. Yeah. Yeah. The Monday noon. The Monday twelve. Um, they're they're meditating on the same passages that we are. So it's kind of it's kind of cool to listen to both and hear the different takes from the different teams. Yes. Because our our teams carry like different um I don't know, perspectives for sure. Yeah. Cuz we're cuz we're all different people. Yeah. Um but I think it's so cool to hear the different takes and different perspectives and their their team is in a totally different conversation than our team. Yeah. Around just this passage, so I think it's really cool to hear yes, the different takes. But talk to us about singing. Like, can you talk a little bit about seeing what you see? Yes. Um, I just think about just the power of singing things versus even saying it, how it has the power just to like bypass the mind. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, a, a phrase that has stuck with me throughout the years that Kirk always says is the sing what you see. And it's almost like this simplicity of um, just seeing these pictures and being able to sing from that place. Mm -hmm. And it's almost grown me up in my relationship with God mm -hmm. so much, um, just this deepening with him. And it's like there's almost like all these dimensions to what you're seeing, mm -hmm. um, like inside the picture itself, inside of what you're seeing and um yeah yeah wow that's so cool talk to me about like the different dimensions what do you mean by that just the different details like within a picture and i think that we can kind of like see something once and be like okay whatever that's it that's cool but yeah. of like going back to that place and i feel like i've you've talked about this too of like staying in that picture and mm -hmm. almost having the lord like zoom in yeah of like what are the different details in this picture and what yes. do they mean yeah um and getting familiar with that place yes it's like returning to the throne room and just staying for a while um i know for me in my experience in prayer and studying the scriptures it's been uh my tendency to like go in in my mind's eye and kind of imagine what it looks like and then i'm like whoa that's cool and then i move on really yeah fast yeah yeah um and i remember this thing that tracy bickle said i think when i was an intern but she said why don't you like go up to the throne why don't you like climb up and like 
sit with the Lord for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember her yes. saying, I'm, I'm so surprised. And I, she said something about like, I wish more people would do that. Yeah. And that was so convicting to me because I was like, yeah. I don't think I ever have done that. Yeah. I don't think I ever like had thought about spending time with God in his environment. Yes. Because I was so unfamiliar with his environment. Yes. And so I think my favorite part about like prophetic meditation um, is is getting familiar with God's environment. So good. Yeah, that's so good. And it's like so many times he like comes out to meet us where we are. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, that's one of the phrases where it's like even the story of the prodigal son it's like we take a oh, few yeah. steps towards him and he it's like it's just the nature of god he like rushes out to close the gap but it's like meeting god where he is you know it's totally. like am i coming down or are you coming up mm -hmm. you know and i think that it that's part of the revelation three too is like we open the door to him mm -hmm. and we dine with him but then we go up you know there's like yes. a going up and even like like, yeah come up here yes his side of the door is always open yes his side of the door is open like because of the blood of christ and so we always like whenever we enter into meditation we always get go in through the blood yes and i think that's a really important point um too that we always go in by the blood of christ we always thank him that we can approach him um, and we always say, cover us again, God. Yeah. Wash us again with this reality. Yes. And we don't want to go where you aren't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the Spirit's the guide. I think that's the biggest difference between um, imagination and engaging the Spirit. Yeah. Is, is acknowledging the spirit's presence because that was one of my big questions i'm a very I, like i'm a i'm a dreamer i'm a an imaginer i'm a daydreamer hmm. so i've always like hmm. engaged my i'm a big reader too so yeah. I've, I've always had like this mental movie going on mm. in my head your mind's eye kind of yeah so i've always been able to see like in my head like imagine pictures and you know so it wasn't hard to like imagine what heaven looked like you know, like create this image in my mm. mind or like, yeah, to even imagine like the pillars. And I have this really detailed, like imagined picture of what heaven is like. Wow. Just going by the details. And it's this place that I'm familiar with inside. Wow. You know, um, but I had yes. this question, like, what is the difference between me daydreaming mm. and meditating on what's real? Yeah. Because that's so huge yeah. that this is real. It's not yeah. just like um just like a fun little pastime or we're not like just dreaming up someplace. But Yeah, it's not an escape. No, yeah. I mean it, it's an escape in one sense, like we're going where we truly belong. Yes. And we can only access it by the spirit right now. And one day we will be there, you know. So it's like getting familiar with a place ahead of time, but like you don't quite know what it looks like except yeah. for some uh, some passages in the book and like by the spirit. But that was the biggest thing for me was like um, learning that this place is real. Yeah. 
and that this is a real place in real time that I can access and it's separate from our construct of time. Yeah. And so if I'm in a meditation and I get yanked out, yanked out is a funny word, (laughs) a funny, that's just kind of how like I approach it, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, like if I, if I like set it down and go on with my day, I can go right back to that place. Yes. I can go right back to that place. Yes. And I don't know, I kind of want to talk about like our favorite places to go in meditation. Yes. I know for me, one of my favorites is like Revelation 4, Revelation 5. Um, and I mean the last parts as well, like the all the passages about the the age to come and the new yeah. Jerusalem and eternity. Those are some of my favorites. Um, yeah. And just living there. Oh my yes. gosh. It's like that is a fountain. And it's such like an easy revelation. jumping point. Oh yeah. It's you know? like uh, you're just right there. Um and yeah one of my favorite places to go is just on the sea of glass and i i like just close my eyes i can you can even do it like when you're standing in line at the grocery store i do that sometimes but you just go there you stand on the sea of glass and you take a look around it's really hard to like Hmm. sometimes it's hard for me to see the father like to look at god when i'm in that place because it's just, there's so many distractions like naturally yeah um but yeah sometimes i'll just take a look around and you're with so many people like there are, yes there's this great cloud of witnesses yes, yes. um something that i did so recently good. that kind of like revolutionized my experience was i just stayed there yes. like i didn't i didn't move on i didn't try to like I didn't try to imagine what God looked like. That's another big thing for me is like, he's there. Like he's with you. You don't have to like force an image, you know? Um, We're getting into the, the deep weirdness. I know, I know we are. <laughs> oh, there's no coming back from this. Oh man. <laughs> We're just, here it is. Um, Anyway. Yeah. So what revolutionized that this particular place for me was like, bending down and putting my hands in the water because it says it's a sea of glass like crystal wow and so you're standing on the water and it just took me back to where jesus is like come on peter like come walk on the water with me and we're all standing on the sea of glass by faith that is the first thing like we approach god through our faith we are standing on the sea of glass by our faith we're like lifted on the wings of faith And so I kind of like, it it like hit me one day when I was meditating, like, oh my gosh, I'm here by faith alone, through Christ alone. I'm standing on water. Like, yes, (laughs) there's so much to that too. But like, I'm standing on this water, on this sea through faith. So I like kind of bent down one day and I heard him, I heard the, the spirit kind of say just this whisper of like, put your hand in the water wow. like or it was even a question it was like what if you put your hand in the water today yeah you know and i i looked down and i saw all these books like i saw all these scrolls and books and so i kind of put my hand into the water it wasn't wet like i'm just giving you guys like the details of this <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> um and i pulled out this book 
like I pulled out a scroll wow and I I looked at it I didn't read it because I was just so stunned like I was like oh my gosh there's books in here and like wow what it was so crazy (laughs) that's one of my favorites wow yeah for me and you kind of touched on it but I think of Hebrews 12, that great cloud of witnesses. Mm -hmm. I feel like I see that a lot. And Mm -hmm. um, I saw this picture like a few years back, like I was standing in like those Roman Colosseum type thing where they would fight. And it was like I was in this battle, you know, and I had my sword and it was like, I looked up and it was like, I could see it was like full and I could hear just like this roar of voices, just like cheering me on. And it was like, the further I looked up, it was like, I could see this like blinding light from the open, um, whatever it's called, Coliseum or whatever. And it was like, this is the way that we are meant to live life, you know? And I think that so many times we live with our heads down, you know, in shame or just trying to get through, trying to survive. Yeah. And we don't, we don't use our sword, you know? And it's like, number one, like give using the tools that God has given you, pick up your sword, you know, like don't sit on your sword. Don't leave it in its sheath. Sheath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also like that look up and hear that like roar of voices, like that great cloud of witnesses that are cheering you on. And so many times I've like seen this picture of Jesus, um, like beating his fist in the air, like keep going, keep going. Mm. And it's like, those are the things that keep us going, not like man's approval or whatever. Those things that, you know, they They come and go. Yes. Yeah. You know, we talk so much about that Ferris wheel of favor. It's like, you never know (laughs) which side you're going to wake up on. (laughs) Um, But even like man's approval that like numbs the insecurity on the inside it's like no one else can speak like jesus like and i feel like what i've taken from meditation is just like these deep phrases yes like it's history yes these little phrases with jesus and i think with singing it it's the power of those little phrases like we don't know what they do and i even i met with some people today um who whatever were encouraged by my singing and they were like you don't know the power of that and what i take away is like sing out the little phrases you know those little phrases like drenched in history with god it's like they're almost dunked in oil yes and like giving them to people like i feel like that is the shepherds that feed the people on the knowledge of god it's like these phrases that you have with the lord um that just like kind of pull you out of your own whatever your own story your own chaos on the inside the swirl yes it's like get in a different swirl yes and yeah i think another passage too that has been you know a crazy theme for me is like ezekiel one mm, yeah the whirlwind totally and i have a song about that with some go people. check it out <laughs> go whirlwind. check it out it's actually called sanctify us but sanctify us um but <laughs> yeah and just like even today, you know, I felt like the Lord was like, I was just seeing this storm. I was like waking up in the storm and I was like seeing, oh, this sounds crazy, but it was like these portals and it's like, yes. they're there. And it's like, you find yourself in this other dimension and it's like, you're in the middle of this storm and 
just this phrase of like, pull me to the center, pull me to the center of the whirlwind. And it's like, even in our thoughts in our daily life, it's like pushing up against this whirlwind and we're like blown about to and fro. But it's like the Lord's like, get to the center of the storm, get to the center. Yeah. You know, pull me to the center of that whirlwind. And it's like, you'll be safe there in the eye of the storm. And it's like, it almost feels like Psalm 110. Now this is crazy talk, but it's like the womb (laughs) of the morning, Yeah, you know, where it's like, quiet and you can like hear the voices from the outside it's like your ear is pressed up against the door of heaven and you can hear the voices you know you can hear the conversation and it's like you know something's about to happen but yeah yeah i want i want you to talk about to the john 16 point from sunday yeah you know what i'm talking about yes the don't brace yourself yes i want you to talk about that because that was so encouraging to me yes I've been thinking about it for this whole week. Yeah. It's only Tuesday, but. (laughs) Um, Well, it was cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the things that I love the most in sets is almost like when we're all on the same page. And I feel like, you know, it can be hard sometimes because it's especially like with people who are talking to the Lord and who are so prophetic and who have their own history with God. It's like, almost like we each have our own conversation and it can be like, how do these all kind of come together? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, what's the connect point? How do you connect the dots? Yeah. And I I basically had this moment um, Sunday where me and a friend, Katie Hancock, and I think we're going to have her on here soon. We love you, Katie. We love you, Katie. Um, we sang kind of like this. She literally went to sing a phrase that I was going to sing it. And it it was um, basically like, you can be okay to get lost in the Holy Spirit. You know, like mm. you don't have to be concerned so much about what's going on. Um, and you can free fall, you know. Like don't brace yourself. Yes. Let yourself get lost in the knowledge of God. Yes. Get lost in the Holy Spirit. And that was so grounding for me um, with everything that was going on and, you know, life happens and whatever. And you just forget, like, you get so tangled up in the cares of this life and you just forget. And it's those little realignments, those little adjustments where Jesus is like, I told you things, I told you things ahead of time. Like, and there's so much I could have told you before, but you weren't ready to hear it. Yes but I'm going to send my spirit to you and he's going to tell you things that are even more things that are to come. And I think it's so for today. Yes. That. Yeah. I think, I think the best part about meditation and this style of meditation it's just born so much fruit in my in my life in my relationship with god i was just telling amaria we paused for a second i was just telling amaria that like i think it's my favorite thing about being a christian Hmm. to hear those little phrases and write them down and see them years later yeah and you're just transported right back to that moment you had with the lord and they're just so sweet like it's I I can't even express yeah what it feels like yeah it's just it's warm and it's like yes your home I know so safe yeah yeah it's like you have these moments of encounter with the Lord and it's like 
almost like these places where he's met you. Yes. And just going back to that place in your mind. And um, yeah, it's like no time has passed. Mm -hmm. And it's like nobody can take that from you. Yeah. You know, it's like these moments. I even see it as like looking through a photo album. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like you're transported to those moments back in time with the Lord. And it's like these snapshots yeah. frozen in time. And it's like, I, I just remember one phrase that the Lord said to me during the set where he said, I will slow down time for you. And it was oh like, whoa. And it's like Ugh. with everything going on, it's like you have these moments with the Lord, like spinning almost outside of time. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, I'll put everything else on pause. You know? Yeah. I just think about that verse. It's like, it's the spirit who searches out the yes. things of God and yeah. makes them known to us. Yeah. Um, and then there was this verse that we were swirling on for a while in First Corinthians. First Corinthians, I think. But yeah. it's like, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit yes. with him. And that phrase just was, has been such an anchor for me. Like, I am joined to the Lord. I am yes. one spirit with him. His spirit will bear me up. Yes. And take me where I can't go on my own. Yes. Will take me, will pull me outside of the gravitational pull of this earth and the yes. cares of this life. Yes. That is how we, how we rise above the cares of this life is letting the spirit take us on, on the wing. Yes. You know, so it's, good. It's like that Madame Guion poem. I just love Madame Guion <laughs> controversy, but <laughs> um, no, she has this poem like my prison bars can find me round uh, abroad. I cannot fly, uh, but I can't remember all of it, but it's like, <laughs> it's the flight, the freedom of the soul. It's like mm. God has put me in this cage of this life and it has limitations. Like it has real limitations. Mm. Like, I can't see God right now. I can't yeah. touch him. Yeah. But in the spirit, I can. Yeah. In the spirit, I can. Yeah. Um. And so it's like, I, I'm so happy with this little life that he's given me. I'm so happy with these little, yes. the, the confinements that he's given me. The boundary lines. The boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places because I have this gift of meditation. I have yes. this gift of the spirit to take me where I can't go on my own. And one day I will see him one day. I will, I will be with him yeah. like, and we'll be with him together. And all these little storylines, all yes. these little phrases will all like, it's like they're knit together. Yeah. It's like these threads, these yeah. prophetic threads, these prophetic storylines into like, this big quill or yes. something. Yeah, it's like we'll see it, how yeah. they were being woven together. Yeah. You know, how interwoven all of our stories and our phrases are. Yeah. And we'll really see each other. I think that's something I'm so excited for. And we yes. can see each other now by the spirit. Like, don't regard one another according to the flesh, but by yes. the spirit. Like, yes. regard each Amen. man by the spirit. I think that's so important and we can talk yes. about that at a later time. I think that'd be cool. Um, But, yeah, I think meditation just is this gateway drug to use that phrase oh my gosh. So <laughs> i love scandalizing amaria <laughs> i'm so easily scandalized <laughs> i think it's this gateway into this whole world yeah. of living in the spirit and walking by the spirit yes. 
and just like living there not just visiting not just saying hello but like let's just jump all the way in yes let go of everything that's entangling us and distracting us and not beat ourselves up about distractions yeah 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 so i think um living in that place of meditation yes is so key for where we're headed in human history yes and i think it's like um the last time i did this meditation group this intentional meditation time in the perm I just felt like I was seeing this whole new world. And he's like, Mm. don't stay on the ground. Like, don't stay here. And it's almost like rising above this evil present age and the like ominous storm clouds of like what's coming and like rising above to that light, like being clean, like coming up for air. It's like your whole life you've been underwater, you know, breathing through a tube. And it's like the spirit is the oxygen. Now we're getting weird. You know, (laughs) the spirit is the oxygen of heaven. It's like how we breathe up there. But it's like, you know, the only way is through him. It's like we pass out without him, but it's like this whole new world. And it's like, we're waking up. We're waking up to eternity. You know, and it's like, we don't have to wait till then we can experience it now. And it's like, these places are wells that we draw from, Yeah, you know, and it's like, even with what's coming, the persecution that's coming, it's like, we need these places with God, these moments of encounter, these phrases that pull us in to reality, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like this is really the key to suffering well. Yeah. Um, I just think I've just been like consuming the stories of the martyrs. Yeah. And like, God, how did they endure what they endured? It's because of what they saw and what they had experienced and what they knew to be true. Yes. And so I think these these little tools are just so important to have in our tool belts for memorizing scripture, for experiencing scripture, which goes far beyond the realm of memorization to the realm of experiencing what these what paul is talking yes. about what timothy is or not timothy what peter's talking about what john is talking about on and on the list goes on and on but yeah well we'll include some of uh kirk's resources in this we love you kirk we we love kirk we're like <laughs> kirk disciples <laughs> what, what do we call him from star trek captain kirk. captain kirk yeah <laughs> Oh, captain, our captain. Um, Yeah, so we'll include some of his resources. He has a meditation guide, like a book. Um, And so I'll I'll link that in our little description. But thank you so much for listening. We're so encouraged by you. Don't forget to share where you're from. I'm going to make a little poll and post it with this episode. So just share where you're from um, and maybe even what you'd like to hear. Yeah topics special guests we have some Mm -hmm. cool fun special guests coming fun guests coming (laughs) top secret if you know you know (laughs) just kidding um but yeah thank you for listening bye bye